guys, welcome back to Skincare Anarchy. This is Ekta, and I am super excited about our guest because this is a line that I recently discovered, and not only do I love it, but Robert is obsessed. Um, he really doesn't get into skincare lines a lot, um, or really commit to them um, very easily. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to the founder of Imagi Skin, Matthew Jackson. Welcome to the show, Matt. I'm so excited that we could finally set some time apart and connect. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. It's such a pleasure to talk to you. And I absolutely love your line. And um, my fiance absolutely loves your line. And you know, so it's, it's a great, it's, a, it's, it's truly, really good, everybody out there. So I want you to tell us everything. How did you get into beauty? How did you come up with a uh, concept for your, for going into skincare? Wow, so my journey started back in 2007 mm -hmm. um, when I graduated um, from high school. Um, and, you know, at that time we were told that we needed to know what it was that we wanted to do. I uh, personally wanted to be an architect um, and things just kind of went a little left. I've always been a creative, if you will. Um, mm -hmm. And I just wanted to follow my own passion and not what someone else or my parents thought I should have been doing. So I took a, a leap of faith and I started uh, my fashion line. Um, yeah. And then from there down the line, you know, fashion and skincare for me has always been my personal, um, I don't even want to call them vices because, you know, we have things that we love, you know, right. um, but vices, if you will. And, you know, did the fashion thing for years and years and years up until 2016. Um, you know, I personally suffered from um, uh, hormonal acne and hyperpigmentation. And I, I don't think a lot of people know what that means. You know, you, yeah. you hear these words and you hear, you know, skincare routines. And now it's actually one of those things that kind of turns in, into like a self-care journey if you don't have any um, skin conditions, if you will. Um, right. But for me, yes, I had bad acne, hyperpigmentation, dry skin, um, clogged pores, that, that was my journey, right? Um, and for years, I was just dumping money, you know, chasing these, these over-the-counter skincare products and, you know, just fads, if you will. So we, we also get caught up in the name brands, right? We, we don't, nine out of 10 times, we, as consumers, we buy things, we're not really sure what we're buying. We're not sure if it's really gonna work, but because it's hot right now, it's in the media, this is what we need to have. This is what we need to be using. Um, me on I, the just other hand, say, I just wanna say Neutrogena. Can I just say that honestly? <laughs> I don't care who hates me for saying it, but I bought Neutrogena and Clean and Clear and guess what? They sucked. They broke me out even more. So I totally get what you're saying. Please continue. I second <laughs> that. The Neutrogena, yeah. the the proactive, the clearest, all of that I tried. Yeah. I tried. I wasted so much money on that. Me, on the other hand, I am a big, big, big researcher. I, you know, people laugh like, oh my God, you're reading the ingredients. You laugh, but it's kind of like, you know, we don't, re I had to realize, and what we don't realize is that nine out of 10 times, more likely 10, we are doing our skin more harm than good with these over the counter products. Um, yeah. You know, we are just buying these products because, like, again, they're in the media they're bumped up to make you believe that it's going to do these things for your skin. And you just yeah. find yourselves constantly spending money, constantly spending money, constantly spending money, chasing your skincare goal and you're not achieving it, right? Exactly. So for me, I'm like, you know what? It has to stop. Like, you know, 
I tried the dermatologist. She's just like, what, even for me, she's like, wait, what are you using on your skin? And I'm telling her, um, and she's like, no, 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 no. She's like, no, mm -mm, stop that. We got to find a different way. And, um, you know, after a couple of rounds at the dermo, I'm like, okay, well, I, I have to find a different way because it gets pricey. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it gets expensive. Yeah. Very um, expensive. Fast, Very quickly yeah. too. Yeah. Quickly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. fast forward to, from um, 2011, late 2011, early 2012. Um, I'm like, okay, you know, we do have, I'm a big manifestator, a manifestator and I'm like the manifestation king. Um, I remember putting um, skincare um, on my vision board, but it wasn't supposed to be a brand. It was oh, just like skincare. That. Oh my God. Can I just take a minute and say how much I love what you just said? Everything about it. Because I, <laughs> for years, honestly, Matt, for years, I was also the same. You know what I mean? What you just described is exactly how I always told myself, but it was so hard to talk to people and say that. You know what I mean? Like, hey, by the way, I really yeah. do believe in manifestation and I really do believe in, you know what I mean? All this. But anyways, continue. I just had to take a little like side yes. alley and say, that's amazing. Yeah. No, it is real. Manifestation is real. But what I also think that what's key with manifestation is that actually manifesting and just being head down focused and putting in the work because you can manifest all day and there's yeah. no action. Nothing is going to come to surface. The universe is not going to put nothing in your path. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, so late uh, 2011, early 2012, I put skincare blog on my vision board. Um, never really, it never really happened. Um, because I was just so busy, like the fashion part of the, of the brand took me by storm. It got a little crazy. Um, and then fast forward again, 2016, we adopted our six day old. Um, and, you know, I didn't, we, I didn't necessarily push the baby out, but you know, we, I was still suffering from like postpartum, if you will. Of course. Um, yeah. kind of like, oh yes. Like, oh my God, I have this little baby, like the creature in my house, like this little baby in my house, but I'm, what am I going to do? Like, and then I remember, congratulations. I remember laying in a bed with him and I'm on my phone doing something for the, the fashion line and something pops up and it's like Kylie Jenner, self-made billionaire whatever it was and something clicked in my head and instantly I went to the wait a minute self-made wait a minute already had right. this self-made like wait Thank it wasn't you. clicking for me right yeah and then yeah. I'm like whoa 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 it's and that given moment I remember you know he fell asleep I put the baby down I opened up my laptop went back to my I have a thousand notebooks I write down the same thing twice or three a thousand times whatever it may be and I'm yeah. like whoa Matthew, let's go back to the skincare blog, right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, th this is bigger than me. Like ideas just started flowing. And I literally that. two months before getting the baby, I was making products in my kitchen. So I just felt like the universe was aligning me things. I went from making one product for myself. First of all, Imagine Skin wasn't supposed to be a thing. And second of all, the product wasn't supposed to be for the people, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, It was for me. I was on my skincare journey. I was trying to see what works for me because evidently over-the-counter stuff was not working for me. Yeah. Um, and keep in mind, this is like 2016. Right, and right. I'm like in the kitchen making products and one of my good, good friends come over and I'm like, girl, you got to try this because now I'm, I'm starting to feel crazy. I'm like, wait a minute. It's been 30 days. My skin is bomb. Maybe it's just me because like we want to believe in our own. We believe in our own product. We believe in our own creativity. We believe in everything that we do. So I'm like, let me step out for a second 
and you need to try this. So I'm trying it on multiple people, a couple of friends, different shades, different co uh, colors, skin tones, skin concerns, whatever. And I'm like, let me try it on somebody who has flawless skin just to see, like, you know, I'm, I'm doing a survey here. Yeah. And yeah. the feedback was just crazy. All of them were like, the world needs I this. The world needs that. this. The world needs this. Like, no, like you, you created, some, you're onto something. And then I'm like, no, like before and after pictures, they're like, no, no it's like, really that good. It's not like, listen, like, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I just want to like say that, you know, our intuition and our initial feedback that we get from people that we trust is the, you know what I mean? That is the benchmark for the quality of what we're producing. It is. And the fact that, you know, I can sit here and tell you it's you have great products. I, I really enjoy your products. I mean, I haven't, you. you know, like, obviously, I was one of the first people to try it. But I just want to say, like, you know, it, that is still research. Yeah, you know, people talk about clinical trials and all that. And that is very important. But like, that comes later. But the initial research you can do on any brand is that initial consumer feedback. So I, I yeah. love that that's where you started. Yeah. Thank you. And then, you know, I was, you know, I remember dressing my son, jumping in a car, driving three and a half hours to another part of Florida and um, driving to this warehouse because I remember calling them up and I'm like, listen, I have all of my oils. I have all of my ingredients. How much are you going to charge me to mass produce, if you will, you know, use your equipment to make massive amount of my product? And they're like, okay, this is the amount. It's going to be $1,800. You have access to the way the, the factory um, literally 24 hours around the clock, seven days a week, except holidays, um, you know, and you just got to clean up. And I'm like, okay, so let me just make this clear. I can bring all of my ingredients, use your equipment for $1,800. And she was just like, yeah, like, you know, we just open up this location. She was like, I just want to keep you in mind. We don't do anything with formulas. Like you have to already have your formulas. You have to already have your ingredients. Like you have yeah. to have all of those things. You are just utilizing our space to use our heavy grade equipment to produce your, pro like, you know, to uh, whip up your products. And I'm like, okay, sold, you know? And even at that moment, I, I realized that I was running at speed, if you will, right? Yeah. Because a lot of times people ask us like, what is your drive? Like, why did you start, you know? And yeah. I remember, I felt like I was running at, at speed, like trying to find this, trying to get this, get my vendors in line for my, my containers, right? Um, yeah. Because what Imaji is, is a all natural, luxury, gender neutral skincare brand. And we, in, we put the emphasis on gender neutral because we want to normalize that. It's okay for guys to have a skincare routine. It's okay for guys to be into their beard. It's okay to guys to be into their skin. Um, and, you know, just take that little extra mile in that little self-care love, that little self-care, um, you know, pep journey, if you will, um, yeah. you know, and I remember getting ready to launch back in August of last year, late August, the 15th to be exact. And I'm going crazy. Like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm, I'm freaking out. Like, you know, it has to be, I'm such a perfectionist. And I'm like, it has to be perfect. It has to be right. This has to be this, this has to be that. And I'm right. like, the product speaks for itself. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's um, what you want. That's if you have that, then there's nothing that's going to stop you. You know, at that point, like it's, right. it's, it's the product speaks for itself. That's what I meant earlier was that, you know, the fact that you got this initial consumer feedback, like, 
you know, that is really at that point you knew. And that's where I think the whole manifestation thing comes in is that when you're truly manifesting something that's inspired and something that's coming from a very real place, everything really makes sense about it. You know what I mean? It's going to be the top quality. It's going to be the top everything because you've created this, you know, and you're in. And so anyways, but I I want to shift focus a little bit because I, I love um, that you're going into not even shift focus, actually, let's dive deeper because you're you're really telling us how you um, you know basically formulated your products and how you like the community you know helped you and the it, fellow entrepreneurs helped you. I love that. Like you know what I mean? Like that, that you got yeah. into like this this uh, you know gr- I don't know experience with people that they were willing to say, Hey, yeah, go ahead. Do, you know, use our stuff for what you need and whatever, because right now people get ripped off. You know what I'm saying? There's so many, uh, you know, labs out there that are charging tens of thousands of dollars and people are just getting kind of, you know, everyone wants a skincare line and they're getting ripped off. That's my point. And you know what? I, 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 I a thousand percent agree with that. And at first, I thought I was being like bamboozled, if you will. Like, I had to literally ask the question 10 times, like, you sure? You sure? So yeah. oh, it's this price and this is just this. And you sure? You know, it's not because, like, I'm talking about, like, a factory with, like, machines that is, like, doing, like, I, at my house, at home now, I'm doing, like, my, I have, like, the industrial grade um, kitchen aids. But I'm talking about heavy-duty machines bigger than that that's going to, like, make my scrubs 10 times faster than me, you know, doing it at home on my kitchen aids, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, wait yeah. a minute. So just $1,800 a month, you know? And she's like, yep, come down. Um, you know, we're not going to solidify anything at this moment. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to have you sign anything. Just come down, take a peek, talk to the um, the owner of the company um, who owns the, the uh, factory. And then you guys can go from there. And I remember meeting him um, and he's like, uh, we have other people at this moment using the, equipment I don't know I'm not sure if you want to bring the baby in and I'm like well is there any way we can just kind of like you know just shoot the breeze outside like you know because I don't it's loud it's loud for one and then two you know like whatever they, the person was using was like all over the place I'm like I don't really know you know what the ingredients entail I can only tell you what mine's entail so I'm, yeah. I, I feel safer with the baby outside long story short we got into details you know just started telling them my story um and a little bit of background about the brand and he was like wait a minute no parabens no harsh products and I just started going through some um some pictures and some reviews from like just personal text messages, not even, I think that website wasn't even up yet. So just going through like personal text messages and um, WhatsApp messages like, hey, from my friends and family and colleagues, like, hey, like I need more scrub or I need more oil cleanser. Like, oh my God, you know? Um, he's like, well, like that is phenomenal. He was like, you know, did you bring any samples? But as a joke, and I'm like, you know what? I sure did. I don't leave the house without them. Um, yeah. So I ended up giving him some. And then he's like, no, 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 you need to meet my wife. She's also like the co-founder of, the factories we have like multiple here in florida we have um three in texas like just going on and the, the wife comes out julie who is amazing i actually love both of them but yeah me and julie we just <laughs> we just clicked um yeah. and i remember her like i'm gonna try this right now like we're literally sitting in front of the factory they have like this little meeting section and it's like yeah. a starbucks it's really really cute um and she put on the uh, pbl which is our pure botanical oil cleanser and yeah instantly starts taking off her makeup in front of me and she's like whoa she was like no she's like reading the label like 10 times like there's nothing harsh in here I'm like no 
you know, just our botanical oils. And it's versatile. You can, as you just seen, take your makeup off anywhere. Yeah. And it, yeah. you can also cleanse your skin with it. So it's two in one. And I started to explain, for me, I, I know a lot of people might not have that luxury to drop three, $400 at Sephora every two weeks to achieve that skincare goal or that beauty vice. I wanted to create products that were versatile. I wanted to yes. make people yeah. feel as if they didn't need 20, 30 products to achieve this one goal. I want you to be able to use our PBO oil to take off your makeup and cleanse your skin. I want you to be able to use our face scrubs and, and feel the difference after you remove the, the sugars and the oils off of your skin, you know? I exactly. want you to be able to use our rose gold oil on your face skin and your hair. You understand? Um, yeah. Yeah. I just want that versatility because I feel like skincare should not be out of reach. It should be at our fingertips. That's our motto. Um, well, not only also- that, Matt, but I feel like your line, you know, I just want to, I want to say this, like, I think skincare, yeah, I agree with you. It should be at reach. It should be available and accessible to everybody that needs it. Um, but I also think that, you know, a luxury feel to skincare should also be available. And I think that's what I really enjoyed when I first, um, you know, tried your line looked at your line I felt like a high-end um you know because of the packaging and the way like it felt like more for men though you know I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest it it was definitely gender neutral but it it felt like classy like you want to put it on yourself you want to because right now skincare is also a huge industry when it comes to social media you know what I mean so like Mm -hmm. people really want that product that looks sophisticated and beautiful they can put on their vanity and you know let's not let's not kid ourselves we all like you know you want the perfect instagram photo or whatever it is you're using it for so that's also driving sales is my point and so i think the fact that you did not compromise on that side is actually important and i want to talk to you about that like with the packaging um you know did you just like did you know what you wanted from the beginning or did you do any kind of consumer research before you you know went down how did you come up with that side um, for the packaging, I didn't really do any consumer research. I, the, Imagi, Imagi is luxury in itself, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I knew that I wanted that luxury feel. I knew that I wanted to be affordable luxury, right? I, yeah. First of all, I knew that I wanted to create an experience. So when you're unpackaging um, our packages, it's that feeling like, oh my God, my Imagi skin is here, you know? So I knew for a fact that I wanted that everything luxury. Um, but I knew, also knew that I wanted to be at um, an affordable price for my consumers. Um, and I, I think that, you know, slightly researching, I felt that everything had a, he- a hefty price tag that was screaming luxury, if you will, you know? Um, and I feel like during that itty bitty tiny glimpse of, okay, let me just pop in and see what my competition is. Let me just pop in and see what is out there already. And I'm like, okay, I'm paying, like, I'm seeing this for 120, 130, but it's like, you know, and I personally even also ordered from different brands to see what that packaging looked like, because anything online could look a totally different way than you actually receive in the package, right? Um, no, so absolutely. I did that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. I did that. And I, I remember opening about several packages and I'm like, okay, like I see the, the luxury presence online. I see this, I see how it's being advertised. But when I got it, it was just like, oh, okay. Just another skincare product. You know what I mean? Or just another cleanser or whatever. And I'm like, I don't want that for my, 
I'm, I hate the word consumers. I call them my skin tribe. So I'm like, I don't want that from my skin tribe. I want them to open it, their gift, the, you know, their packaging and feel like, okay, I'm excited. Like, let me just drop all things right now and get ready to get into the skincare routine. Let me just put on my products and just go, you know? Um, so right off the back, I knew that it was, Imagine Skin was supposed to be luxury. It was supposed to create an experience, you know? And yeah, not only create yeah. an experience, be effective right that was well, my I main think goal that, i think that it's it's creating an experience and i think that you have the fact that you have non-skincare products also is beautiful i mean i absolutely love your candle by the way um Thank your candle, you. you know the, the i love that you have these freight like these um self-care products along with it because your diffuser looks like something i would go and buy at nordstrom's for like 300 dollars. you know what i mean like it just it's like i i keep seeing that trend and that's why i'm bringing up packaging because you've made it so beautiful and classy and and sophisticated but i know and but i know that you know like you're still making it affordable for people and that's i think the message i want to send here is that you need to people need to back brands that you know you have to figure out what it is you want right aesthetically if you if you're saying i want something that looks beautiful and luxurious i don't really you know whatever it is that attracts you to a product figure that out and then go invest in brands that are doing it the right way. And they're actually not just, you know what I mean? Selling because they're in Nordstrom's or because they're in Saks or do you, do you see where I'm going yeah. with this, Matt? Like, mm-hmm. like, I feel like your product, I could easily put it on any, like, you know, any of these huge retailers, their shelves, and it would sell out. And it's like, yeah. why can't, you know, like, that's my thing is like, we just keep supporting like these like giant, you know, conglomerate, things when you're creating something so beautiful as an you know individual brand owner and we're not we need to get more you know I guess people in that mindset rather than just you know well this is trendy and I'm just gonna buy it because it's on this website that kind of thing yes I agree yeah so how do you feel about that actually I want to talk about that a little bit um as an as a um you know individual brand owner I know like you know we we were totally different small business owners we're totally different how we think so um how do you feel about the whole you know teaming up with a retailer like sephora where they take a huge percentage you know of your commissions and all of that like how do you feel about all of that that bothers me on so many different levels um yeah. i feel like first of all i honestly feel like there's not an a, a platform big enough for small businesses, if you will, which causes us to get overlooked, if you will. Um, and like you mentioned before, you know, there's these bigger companies charging tons of money um, for these luxurious products. And then here we are as small business owners, like, hey, we're down here, we offer luxury, we offer products that actually works for the, you know, the culture or the community, if you will. And it's just kind of like, okay, well, your margins may be too low or, you know, yes, your packaging is out of this world, but your product, like, no. And I'm like, no, it's it's where it needs to be. You know what I mean? Um, It's definitely where it needs to be because it's for, you know, if you will, created by us for us, if you will, you know? So I don't expect my consumer to, I don't want my consumer to be chased away or feel as if they can't, you know, endure indulge on their skincare journey because my uh, my my skincare products was listed at 133 dollars for a eight ounce or whatever the case may be so i met my i made i priced my products to match people like me who was somewhat going through my experience um 
at that time. But I feel like there's not a big enough platform or outlet for small businesses. Um, and yeah. I feel like they we, we are thrown through the ringer, if you will. Um, yeah. Because I feel like we have to prove ourselves. Yeah, rather way more than, than needs, way than more. We did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For example, I just want to, for everybody out there, your line, you have an LED mask on your website. You know what I mean? Yes, in your shop. And I don't understand why that's not everywhere. Why is it that there's only one company who's being like, you know what I mean? Like kind of propped up when it comes to LED masks or maybe three or four companies. It's like, there's a place, I, I get it for like, you know, PR and I get that there's a place for promotions, but like, you know, I was having this conversation with someone else earlier um, in my episodes about how it, these resources are really how you make a difference for small business owners, provide them. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah. really want to say things like, well, I stand behind the 15% pledge and I stand behind contributing to small business and I, you know, all this stuff, that's great. But I'm not going to believe you till you make things accessible to all small business owners, regardless of color, ethnicity, background. I don't give a shit. Like just make it available. You know what I mean? Like actions speak I much agree. louder, just like what you experienced with your friends who, you know, you teamed up with in the lab. Like, why are we not seeing that more? You know, why are we not seeing that around every corner, every bend? Like, it should just be there. So that's what I, I just want to make that very clear on this podcast. Like, I want to use this platform to amplify that because I really believe in your skincare line. Right now, someone can ask me, um, you know, you know, you hear those articles, right, Matt, about like, these are the top, uh, like Sephora just came out with this one. Um, the top new brands, black owned businesses that we're putting into Sephora. Why are you making this a thing, Sephora? Like, it bothers Yeah. Me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you're making this a fucking, um, you know, like parade and it's not supposed to be like that. You should be doing this automatically. Automatically. Day. I agree. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I look at your line. Anyone looking at your line with a brain would be like, this is a beautifully crafted line. It works. It looks good. It looks good on a vanity. Put him in Sephora. And I don't understand where all the action is. And I know I'm getting very heated, but it's like if none of us actually get heated, nothing's going to change. So nothing's yeah. Nothing's going to change. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And there's so many people, like you said in the beginning, there's so many people taking advantage of small businesses because they know, especially the beauty industry right now, the beauty industry is is crazy. And for instance, I feel like this pandemic has shaken a lot of things for um, people. So people are just creating, and I stress this, people are just creating brands to survive, if you will. And for us, it was kind of like, okay, well, we're getting overlooked for being thought out for doing our research, for creating a sustainable product, for, for creating an effective product. And then you have these people that's creating these overnight businesses that nine out of 10 is not gonna last, but because they are in survival mode and they're the ones that's getting picked up, if you will. And I say that to say that they're t- we are being taken advantage of. I remember um, after launching our first five products and I, again, speed, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I, I wanna create a, a cleanser, a, an additional cleanser to add to the, the tribe. And this woman is like, oh yeah, you know, just sh- let me, give me your formula. We, and then go from there. But then I'm like, wait a minute, that's a hefty price tag for something that I've, I've already created. I can see if I came to you and I'm like, okay, listen, I need a formula, blah, blah, blah. then that's different. But yeah. I already, already created everything that I needed to create. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that price tag is kind of hefty. And I'm like, you know what? No, th- thank you, but no, thank you. Good yeah. for you. No, for real. Good for Arden. The same thing. Like, no, 
it's my formula. Yeah. What do you mean? It's like, my what do you formula. mean? That's like someone saying, um, give me your patent. What? Yes. <laughs> like, yes. And then, what? right. <laughs> and then yeah. putting a hefty p- a price tag on something that you already created. So it kind of pissed me off. And it made me realize that like be, pe- people know exactly what they're doing. They know that us as small business owners, we want things done and we want it done in a timely matter. So we are willing to either pay or, you know, meet them where they want to be met. And it's sad because like you're taking advantage of us. We're just starting out. Um, you know, some of us have made more sales than others, or some people are still struggling to make sales and you want to put a hefty price tag on yeah. something that somebody else created. It's crazy. Um, I remember also a, a, a retailer sliding in my DMs and like, hey, I'm going to, you know, our CEO of the company is going to reach out to you and we want to carry your product. And, you know, things like that don't really excite me. And I know people probably like, that's crazy that he said that, but it doesn't excite me because I feel at, like you said in the beginning, it's like being ripped off. It's like saying, hey, yeah. we love your product. We love the packaging, but this is what we're willing to give you. And it's like, um, it's really like love- colonialism <laughs> in skincare, dude. Like, what do you mean? Like, no, it's like you want to come in and take what's not yours and make it yours and make it sound like you. No, it's like I, I don't know how anyone buys into this stuff. I really don't get it either. So I hear and I'm you. like, we can't make this stuff up. And I'm like, okay, so you want to do that? Give me this price. Yeah. And it's not like, do you really like my product? Because from this price, it doesn't seem as if you do. Like, you just want to nickel and dime me and then run with my product in your store you know what i'm saying so it didn't really make sense and i'm like hey make it make sense to me you know and i think a lot of small businesses get so caught up on like wanting to be into retail and wanting to be um on shelves right away and it's like no slow down you could go go fast for anything else but when it comes to you know really trying to get into retail you really have to be very very careful because you can get screwed really really quick um, yeah, and they don't understand that they just want to have that visual oh I'm in retail oh I'm in Target oh I'm in here I'm in here but you have to be really really careful you have to really read over those documents you have to really it's like really playing ball and being very strategic on your next shot because it can make or break you um, yeah yeah but I it's definitely been a roller coaster you know we it's definitely been a roller coaster and I think you know one being a black skincare brand yeah um and having so much competition around which the competition don't bother me because I know what my products do and I know what they're capable of doing and what it stands for um but I just feel like you know a lot of people like you know I was speaking to another retailer about a month ago and they're like oh well what separates you from the other consumer and that you know uh, other brand but the other brand was also a minor like a black brand and I'm running down the list I'm like you know well we stand behind our ingredients being 100% natural. We stand behind our sustainable packaging. We stand behind our multifunctional products. You understand? And, no, this is know, a giant problem for me that this question even exists. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just going to take yeah. a minute here because um, when's the last time anyone asked uh, a white woman, why, what's difference, differentiates you and your brand from that white woman over there? Mm-hmm. No one asks that question. And, and the it's fact real. that we're, this is exactly where I was trying to go with that Sephora thing about Sephora is making this big thing now of we have now these new black owned brands. Sephora, why do you need to make a statement about it being black owned? Yes, we want to know who the owners and the, the CEOs are of these amazing, um, you know, brands by people of color. But 
that should not be the highlight of why this brand is selling. You have a great body scrub. Can we talk about your body scrub? Like you said, you have sustainability, um, you know, taken care of in your company. You have all these great things clean. Like, you know, the little check mark they have for like clean skincare. Yeah. Like, why can't we talk about all the things that all the things that you fit in with in terms of their like list of things they look for in a brand they want to include as a retailer rather than are you black owned or are you not? That's, that should not be the focus of this movement. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it should not be like that. It should be about inclusivity at the highest degree where you no longer have to look at a person and be like, well, now their skin color fits into my checklist of demographics I have to cover to look like I'm inclusive. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. that is a giant problem. And I think that that's what's standing, to be very honest with you, in my humble opinion, I think that's what's standing between amazing brands that just so happen to be founded by uh, women and men of color and them getting to the shelves in the right places, in the right cities, in the right demographic areas, in the right, you know what I mean? Like socioeconomic yeah. areas, like that is what's standing between it because we cannot get over the, that hurdle of race, you know? And so yeah. anyways, I'm going to stop ranting. I know it's a lot, but yeah, please continue, Matt. I want to keep, I want to no, tell us more. It's good stuff. It's definitely good stuff, you know, and, you know, I just knew off the back, you know, what the brand meant, um, what it stands for and who it's for, you know, yeah. um, and I, I, I couldn't stress enough, you know, as I'm still growing, as I'm still adding product, I'm like, why did you start? And I think a lot of us as business owners sometimes forget the why we started. Um, and I just keep going back to that. And then every time I go back to my why, I'm like, listen, you know, we vow, like we promise you, we promise you, we promise you that our skincare products are 100% natural. We guarantee that if you stick to your skincare routine, right? Because sometimes we, we pick up these journeys and we have these goals that we want to crush. But the minute we crush those goals and we start to see glowy skin and we start to see our acne face, it's kind of like, okay, whatever, put the skincare products down. Let me yeah. go on to the next thing consistency is key and i preach this if you want anything to work you have to be consistent right you can't just hey for a couple of days a couple of weeks indulge in something and then drop it and then expect that you're going to have these long lasting results right you have to maintain it's the upkeep that goes along with the consistency um and for me i'm just like you know as i continue to add add products to our brand i'm like listen you don't need 15, 20, 30 products, you know, take yeah. out a skin quiz, figure out what it is that you, that, you know, that you want to target first. It doesn't have to be everything at one time. If you, you focus on acne first, focus on dry skin, focus on whatever it is that you want to focus. I think a lot of brands get so caught up on trying to push their product onto the consumer rather yeah. than actually walking them through like, Hey, come in, like, let's, let's talk skincare. Let's be real. Let's be very transparent. And Absolutely. saying, okay, well, try our PBO cleanser. See how that goes, right? Yeah. And the, yeah. oh, it works. Oh, great. Okay, cool. Here's the next step. You know, buy you know buy our booster kit. Buy the complete kit. Let us know how that goes, right? I don't think a lot of brands is doing. It. A lot of brands are just like, no, pushing all of these products. And it's like, okay, well, where do I start? What do I use? You understand? But yeah, us, and I really our... get you. And I and I think I want to know actually before before you even continue, I want you to tell us for everybody out there. So. For example, Robert loves your line, you know, and he uses it for his beard, for his beard care and his his hair care. I know um, 
uh, black men have very, you know, they very uh, different issues as far as the hair care goes, you know, around the beard area, and he absolutely yep. loves it. So um, I want you to walk us through like a, um, like a, you know, one, two, however many steps you recommend of your of your products, and um, you know, say you're you're giving it to me, and I and I come to you and say, Matt, I want you to recommend this. So tell us what you recommend. Okay, so I like to start off with our our new skin journeyers, right? Um, what that looks like is a person who want to get into skincare, don't know where to start, may have uh, minimal to maximal skincare concerns. What that looks like from, for Imaji Skin is our pure botanical oil cleanser, right? Yeah. Whether you wear makeup or not, great. If you, if you do, great. If you don't, great. Um, our part of pure botanical oil cleanser is going to purify and cleanse your skin, right? It's going to leave your skin rejuvenated. Uh, glowy, um, extra clean, you're, you're going to feel the difference in your pores after using our pure botanical oil cleanser. I guarantee you that. And if you are a makeup wearer, it is going to just start simultaneously just take off all of your makeup. And it's kind of like, okay, wait, it's cleansing my skin at the same time and removing my makeup. So you're getting that yeah. two in one effect, right? Yeah. Um, and then you want to use our face scrub. Now, our face, again, going back to our multifunctional products, our face scrubs are amazing because I, for me, I remember using a lot of face scrubs and then like my face is like burning after because it then scraped up my skin, right? Yeah. Um, our scrubs are amazing when it comes to not only what it does, but the ingredients that's inside because you, you're using a, a sugar scrub, but you don't feel like you're using a sugar scrub, if you will, because it's so smooth. It's packed with um, multiple uh, botanical oils. And it also acts as a shaver. You know, if you shave, you can yeah. use it to shave because once, you, it, you know, our body scrub, if you, you know, your face as well for guys, for females, if you're shaving, once you wipe off the excess from exfoliating, now you can shave because it leaves your skin so smooth so smooth that and soft. Acts, yeah that's exactly yeah. what rob said actually he said that it was um very like like i think like he meant hydrating but it was like he was like it, it leaves you with a hydrated feeling like in the, you know your facial hair for men like i mean and that was that was something I, I really enjoyed hearing because I know it can get very, very dry and itchy. You know what I mean? Especially for men with, with facial hair and, you know, anywhere really for all of us, anyone who shaves, yeah. like you shave your legs. Yeah. So I love that. I really like that you have the oils in there because it definitely leaves behind a, a wonderful feeling. I can definitely vouch yes. for that. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, I didn't want products that, you know, I hate products that are going to dry you out and you feel like you have to use tons of moisturizer after. So I wanted that hydrating feel in all of our products. Um, and then, you know, after that, we have our oil lotion, which I absolutely love. Um, and who the oil lotion is actually like on the verge of being our top seller at this moment. Um, if you live in a different climate other than Florida, and I know some yeah. of our up northern people, I'm originally from New York, so I know at that time living in New York, we like that that whipped feeling, not even whipped, that creamy feeling, if you will. Um, with ours, if you take out oil lotion and you put it in the fridge, it turns into a different texture. And me being in Florida, I kind of want this time to kind of like glisten and tan me a little bit. So I leave it as the oil, but I do prefer, you know, toggling back between the two. Um, and it, 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 you're hydrated 24 seven. I kid you not, like literally I wake up, do my skincare routine, especially if I'm like going out in the day and I'm coming home about maybe like six, seven 
maybe eight o'clock the latest and I'm still moisturized. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I no, wanted I that hydrating. Yeah. It's very hydrating. And I mean, honestly, here's my thing. And I, and I want to say this because, you know, skincare, every single thing does not have to be like, well, you know, I, I support science-backed skincare a lot, but I also support good feeling self-care products that work. And we don't have to know every little detail of how they work, what, you know, because people hear things like buzzwords. So, you know, you said sugar scrub. So people out there might be thinking, well, well, I know this and this and this about physical exfoliators. Well, that's not, you know, that's, you have to be intelligent consumers. You know what I mean? Use the yeah. stuff that works. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. everything can do certain things to your health versus not, right? But if you're, yeah. if at the end of the day, what you're using makes you feel good on any level, then that is a good skincare, skin or self-care product, period. So yeah. I can honestly say, like, I think you're creating beautiful luxury feel products that, you know, just, I just, I think it's something you would want to pick up at the end of your day. It's very relaxing. It's very like, you know, men can use it. I, I'm making that a point because I know how hard it is for black men to find things they really like. And right. like Robert has never, he never likes, you know what I mean? I get so many samples and stuff and he's never like, oh, I really, really like this. No, it's like, he really loves your line. So I, you know, I, that to me is a huge statement. And so I think if you can make something like that, it deserves to be in, you know, so much more recognition. It needs recognition. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. So, um, Matt, this has been amazing. And I feel like I could talk to you for literally years. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> and, you know, I really like that I was able to um, speak to you so openly. So thank you for that conversation about just inclusivity and, um, you know, all of that. You're welcome. You're welcome. I appreciate it. And thanks for having me. Yeah. And, and I want... um. Everyone out there, you know, can you shout out your Instagram handle and anything you want, you know, people to really know as far as that counts? Yeah, so you guys can follow us at Imaji Skin. That's E-M-I-G-E-E-S-K-Y-N. Also, go check out our website, subscribe to our emailing list. I promise you we won't spam you. You'll just get all the good stuff. Um, yep. ImajiSkin.com, and that's Imaji, E-M-I-G-E-S-K-Y-N. So it's skin with the Y.com. Um, and, you know, we just don't post into, uh, Instagram content. We I, we love to engage. So if you have any questions, uh, dive into our comments. We answer back. If you have any questions you don't want it on social media, we do have our uh, chat box on our website. Uh, we do have our skincare quiz if you want to take that as well. Um, yeah. And, you know, just And just you can shop on journey. Instagram. You can shop and on you Instagram. And you can shop on our Instagram. Yes, you can. <laughs> Yes, Shop on my Instagram. Easy. But yes, I, I I hope that everybody out there, you get please, please, please go check it out. I definitely stand behind Matt's brand. It's amazing. But thank you so much. And I can't wait to hear your comments and questions. And if you guys have any questions for Matt and his team, please leave them in the comment section. I will definitely, definitely pass them along. Um, and yeah, let me know what you thought of our episode. Make sure you tune in and uh, you know, rate us on whatever platform you're listening to us on and I'll be back next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you.